toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey with our special guest, Donna Wallace. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment and get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always always have your breath to come back to. Our guest today is Donna Wallace. Donna helps people all around the world to switch their lights. And with over 25 years of energy healing work, exploring many modalities, she has been on a mission to find the most powerful and effective techniques for people to heal and evolve. The work she does with clients today is to help them discover their perfect soulmate stone, creating soul-sparking heirloom jewelry that helps them blossom into their full soul potential so that they can heal through beauty. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Donna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really delighted to be here. Yeah, so I'm so excited to dive into um, your this idea of diving into our full soul potential and some of your heirloom jewelry, which I've seen on social media, absolutely beautiful. But can you tell us like what started you down this path and what led you into this spiritual journey? 
they're two really big questions, Brenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on the path of jewellery was it was completely unexpected for me. Um, I had a huge divine download and intuitive um information came through and I had been working in my healing business for several like about seven years and then this idea came through I could feel that there was something um in my energy healing business that wanted to like I could feel that there was something else that wanted to come through and I thought maybe it was just another big course or something um and then lo and behold the soul of my business started revealing to me actually it wanted me to go um explore a completely different pathway as well as my other work um crafting this incredible jewelry that activates people's soul energy so that was sort of it was very unexpected I never anticipated I would ever be in the realm of um products I always just thought I'd found my I found my niche in life I would just be doing um you know offering my services to the world and and I'd actually deliberately steered away from products as it happened. I deliberately steered away from multi-level marketing things and, you know, all the different products I could have sold through my business. It just never felt aligned. And then lo and behold, you know, the twists and turns are so unexpected when your intuition brings through ideas. Um, that's what happened. It took me on a very unexpected journey. So the the question that you asked me about my spiritual journey, how did that begin? Um, that began many, many moons ago when I was about 15 or 16 and I was breaking up with a boyfriend and I was absolutely heartbroken and I was crying and I was with a family friend of ours and she said, just come over here in the corner, Donna, and let me put my hands on your shoulders. And she set up a chair and she started giving me Reiki. And when she placed her hands on my shoulders and that energy, that Reiki energy came into my body and I felt so, such a beautiful experience of love with that energy. It was the first time in my life that I had felt that I was home and that, that, that feeling of, of home, I, you know, on that spiritual heart knowing, you know, body level that, that was my truth. And so that began my spiritual journey when I was about 15 or 16 the heartbreak of a boyfriend breakup. Mm. <laughs> if anything will do it, that'll do it, right? <laughs> we enter in our spiritual journeys from a place of grief too. Sometimes mm. when we have had that something feels broken mm. or experiencing grief or we're at a turning point in our life now, I don't know how serious that turning point was for me at that point in time, but it was certainly significant finding yeah experience of home and my spiritual journey really beginning again because we know nothing's really new but yeah I feel like some so many of us into our spiritual journeys when we're mm-hmm. with some sort of crossroads yeah absolutely those those pain points right those pain points of losing someone or you know going through a very difficult time losing what you thought was your life you know can you know through fire or through divorce or through breakup or you know those things um can really be that spark and and lead you you know lead so yeah that makes sense so and also 
can also begin or be sparked from birth as well. So I know that when I've birthed my babies, I have two children, they're not mm. babies, although they hate it when I still say that they'll always be my babies. <laughs> um, but when I've birthed my children, that has also been um, huge like sparks of potential. And particularly when I had my daughter, I had this huge epiphany in my life. Like I had been doing my energy healing work on the side for many, many years. And, and when she was born, like two decades, and when she was born, something happened and I knew that her soul was asking me to be everything that I could be and that I couldn't just leave my dreams on the back burner anymore. My dreams of having my energy healing work as my like soul, S-O-L-E and S-O-U-L, <laughs> soul income. And it was through the birth of my daughter that also sparked a huge, yeah, it feels like there was just this big bang of light when she was born and came into my world. Um, and so I think that we also have that new transitions and new openings can come through in different ways too. Yeah. Not Absolutely. always just. No, I love that story. I, I mean, I too had epiphanies. I, that's a, that's a great word when both my daughters were born, each one of them a little bit different, but I do think it births something within us. And I love, I love that story. And so I'm curious about your mission in this lifetime, because I feel like with this kind of rebirth and you had it sounded like a shift in how you viewed your energy healing work, like how does that reflect your mission uh, for this lifetime? Oh and gosh, what is your mission? <laughs> My mission really is to help people switch on their lights, to turn up the dimmer switch and have people be really fully in in their fully expressed soulful selves where their soul is radiating and people are living lives of purpose and harmony and fun and joy and all of those beautiful things but my the way that I see it is I really articulated that for myself when I started my energy healing business when my daughter was born, I had a vision of being up out in the stars, looking down on the earth. And I saw little lights all over the planet turning on and they turned on like popcorn, you know, like popcorn mm. kernels popping, like boom, 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 and making, you know, this beautiful, like sparkly popcorn effect of people's lights turning on. And I saw people all around the world having their lights turned on. And for me, that has remained my anchor and my mission. I know that that's my sole mission for this lifetime. And it's the same with the, my jewellery. It's exactly the same. It's just I do it in a different way. So whether it's my energy healing work or whether it's through the jewellery, um, I'm helping turn people's lights on. And I see that quite literally in terms of people. I, I can see people's energy fields and, and what's happening, you know, around them, in them, and through colours and light. And so, yeah, it just, I mm. don't know, it's, it's a knowing that is just stuck and stayed and like some other things have ebbed and flowed and, and come in and gone out. This has stayed true for me. And I know on that soul level, it's that's what I'm here for. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It sounds so beautiful. And I love the just the image of seeing like the popcorn lights of the lights turning on and, and just like lighting up the world. And, and it, it feels so important at this time, you know, I think as, as more and more 
light workers are coming in and and really helping others to to turn on their lights you know as we are awakening on this planet and on you know in earth and we're ascending essentially in our in the ascension process and so wondering how you see that you know as we are waking up and and turning on our lights what are you seeing with the people that you're working with and in their transformation oh that is such a beautiful question i'm seeing that their soul clearly knows what they want and they person before they like as they're going through that awakening process or as they're you know about to embark on that journey they have an inkling like they know that they need to step into something or do something like they know they can't quite put their finger on it but their soul absolutely knows and um what i'm seeing is yeah, that almost a little bit of a disconnect. It's sort of like their soul has whispered to them, like, there's something more for you, you know. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I've got this feeling like there could be something else. And that's what I, I see on an individual level. And then on a collective and community level, I see that we are having less and less tolerance for things that are not in alignment and we have less tolerance for war. We're having less tolerance for poverty. We're having less tolerance for exclusion. We're having, you know, we have less tolerance and it's frustrating and it breaks our hearts and it is, you know, our, our sorest points, right? It's like our Achilles tendons where um, things in the world are out of alignment. And what I also see with that is that some people just don't know how 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 can they make a difference how can they be of service to the world how is it that one individual or that they see themselves as helpless or but want to actually make a contribution and I believe that when we step into who we really are when we connect with our soul when our soul is fully expressing itself through us and we've turned on our lights and we're truly radiating the essence of who we are we've stepped into the frequency of our soul where do you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. stepped into the frequency of our soul then the that answers the how question like mm -hmm. we really know and we don't need to know how but what we do need to do is fully step into our radiant luminous selves mm. and all of the steps then after that are revealed. And so I believe that we all have a soul mission, a soul purpose, and that 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 so we are so wired for that soul mission that like, so for instance, I'll use myself an example as an example. When I'm doing my energy healing work or when I'm creating rings for people and taking people through that process. It is like the bee's knees for me, you know, like I couldn't think of anything better in the whole wide world, like outside of my family and, you know, of course, my loves of my life. Um, like I couldn't think of anything better, any better way to spend my time. Like it just feels like the juiciest, best mm. thing. And I believe that that's because I'm wired on that level to fulfill my soul purpose. So it makes it feel so amazing to me just like, you know, we're wired as 
mothers to look after our children and they just like the best smell in the whole world and the cutest little <laughs> things you've ever seen and you're just like oh my god even when they're being cheeky they're still like the best things in the world like we're wired right we're wired to love in that way in the same way I feel that we are wired to fulfill our soul's purpose and our soul's mission when we're not doing that we feel oh, we all know how that feels we feel like there's something missing. We don't feel fulfilled. We don't feel content. We feel like just a shadow of ourselves. And so when we are doing the work that we're here to do, in whatever way, shape or form that is, it doesn't have to be that you're out there doing healing work like me or, you know, it, it can be in any shape or form. Um, but when we're sitting in the driver's seat, letting our soul drive the car like then something amazing happens for us we do experience that level of fulfillment and contentment and life feels amazing when we're doing that I think it's a beautiful orchestration that the divine um, has made to wire us to be yeah fulfilling what we're here to do I love that I love the I can just feel like you're like excitement and that magneticism for when you start talking about the energy healing work that you do. And I'm, I am really curious um, about some of this heirloom jewelry that you create. Cause you, you call it a process. Like there's yeah. a process we go through with some of the um, soul mission and the, and the jewelry that's related to this individual, a person's soul mission. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious about that. Can you tell us a little bit more of like what that process in relationship to um, making the pieces of jewelry looks like? Yeah, thank you so much for asking that. Um, my jewellery you can't buy out of a store and you can't buy online. There is, um, there's no pieces of jewellery like that that you can buy. Instead, it's a custom-made piece of jewellery. It's custom-made for your soul. And so the first step, well, when people decide that they want a piece of jewellery, that next step in my process is I take people into what I call a blossom session and the blossom session is me guiding them through an experience where they deeply connect with their soul and what their soul wants them to experience in their lives and how their soul wants to express itself through them and so that's why I call it a blossoming process because even in that session they start to transform and it's deeply healing but it also takes us into yeah like this future potential of what their soul wants for them mm. and that is just it's a life-changing session and then what we do is we take that experience that vibration that energy those qualities that that person connects with with their soul and then I intuitively choose gemstones that match that frequency those expressions that energy and emotion and so when then what I do is I bring back a selection of gemstones to that person and they go through that process of selection sometimes it's really easy sometimes they're battling between their hearts and their heads and <laughs> You know, it is what it is. It, each person is different. But what I do know is when people choose their, I call it a soulmate stone, when people choose their soulmate stones, something happens for them. Like they feel it in their hearts. They go really quiet or they get a big grin on their face or they have full body shivers. Like they mm -hmm. just have 
knowing that they've met their soulmate stone. And then from there, um, all of the pieces of jewellery, whether it's a ring or a pendant, gets we make the piece of jewellery around that gemstone. So as I said, it's all custom made, but it's also handmade. And we look at the stone and what it needs and then also what the personal preferences are, like what do they like aesthetically because I want these pieces of jewellery to be like the most beautiful thing they've ever seen mm. and the most powerful thing they've ever, like powerful energetic tool that they've ever used. And so it's like high quality and high vibration all in one, not either or. And so then I have I have a jeweller here in Melbourne um, and we he makes that and then I continue the energetic activation process, attuning the ring for that experience that they had in their blossom session. And then, the, like, you think that that's, that's all fun, right? Like, <laughs> choosing the gemstones is fun and connecting with your soul is fun and, and designing all of the, the piece of jewellery is, like, super fun. But then the real work begins when a person wears their, their ring or their pendant. Um, that's when it really happens because their life's changed. I know that my life has changed so much since I've had my ring and I've seen it with all my customers as well because that the energy from the ring or the pendant is like rippling up your arms and into your body, activating your energy field. You're looking down at your piece of jewellery, reminding you that this is your soul. Your soul is like, you know, captured in the story and the essence and the energy of this gemstone. And so... It's supporting you to evolve. Like I see that the jewellery acts as a North Star. And so the North Star is like, this is what your soul wants. This is who you truly are. And the stone is reminding you to move back into that place. It's sort of like it's how you move forward, but it's a becoming who you, who you are in your at your core. Does that make sense? Mm, it does. Absolutely. It- Sounds amazing. What an Sounds amazing like magic. <laughs> yes. Really, yeah. Go ahead. This, I wanted to share about that, which relates to our earlier conversation around ascension and people stepping in as light workers now. I feel that so part of that original divine download, the vision that I got of the jewelry was that. The jewellery was being made here in Melbourne, Australia, and I could see it shipping out to people all around the world and I could see people's lights turning on with the jewellery, like, you mm. know, from I got to you before about the popcorn light turning on and the same with the jewellery. And then what I saw as the next step in that was that all of the pieces of jewellery around the world formed um, an energetic crystal grid around Mother Earth. And so I've set up a House of Orion, which is the name of my business, a House of Orion crystalline grid around the earth. And my customers um, come into live um, Zoom calls with me every six months and that um, we work on that. So the grid is, its purpose is to support the ascension of the planet, of all of her inhabitants and habitats. And so every six months, we come together with our jewellery and we work on building that grid together. And, yeah, like the last call that we had was really special. Um, we da- we downloaded the energy of peace into the crystal grid. I was like, I didn't even, hadn't even thought of that. It just came through and I was like afterwards, of course, that's what we need at the moment. <laughs> 
feed the energy of peace. But mm. it's, you know, it's my way, our way, the people, all of my customers, one way in which we're supporting the ascension of the planet and everyone to raise their vibration. So mm. it's got a bigger bigger mission it's got our individual soul purpose mission and then it's got a mission to support the ascension of the planet mm. wow that sounds like such a beautiful it sounds like there's so many yeah layered it's a layered approach of you know that individual to the collective i'm wondering um if you could share a little bit about what you've seen give us a maybe a story about what how how these stones and this process has helped someone? Yeah, sure. Um, one of my customers, um, we called her ring the love ring and she has the per first pink ring, pink gemstone ring that um, I've created. Side note, I've had like a stream of people asking for pink gemstones, like the last four or five, five, I think of my customers have all asked for pink gemstones, like all in a row. I'm like, what is going on with the pink? <laughs> all of the love beings are stepping forward and saying, I need to bring more love into me and into the world. Anyway, um, this beautiful customer of mine was the first love pink being that came to me. I say it like that because... That's how I see her. And in the Blossom session, what happened was she remembered who she was as, I wish I could plug you into like the experience of it because words don't do it justice. Like she remembered who she was as this infinite loving being, mm. this divine mother, mm. an expression of love as a divine mother. And it was hard at the beginning for her to step into that she saw this being as a, a separate entity from her it, like oh my gosh like that is so amazing so incredible and it was difficult for her to even be in the presence of that level of love and then through the blossom session I reminded her that that's actually her it's not separate and she like stepped in those that her and this higher aspect of her her soul clicked into place and integrated and tears and you know a huge integration process of her remembering and realizing that she is this expression of divine love was yeah deeply mm -hmm. profound and so then we of course like and it was all pink it was all pale pink and just yeah gorgeousness gorgeousness mm -hmm. in pale pink vibes <laughs> So then I brought stones to her and she found her stone and we made the ring and her journey is that of the integration of becoming that of which her soul already is, you know. Mm -hmm. So that part of the process is a private process for her and, you know, something that I can't share so freely, but it is a remembering and an activation of who she is, is that divine love. I love that. A remembering. I love that. I've also made rings that have helped people connect with loved ones who have passed away. And they, those rings have been, have had a twofold purpose. First of all, the purpose of the individual soul and what that soul wants to express for that person, but then also acted as opening up the pathway love between 
this woman and her her partner, her soulmate that had passed away. And so I've had, yeah, they can tell you so many different stories of all of the ring's purposes, but like they're all so individual because what we need as souls is very individual. I've had, I've had people buy rings as gifts. I've had people buy them for themselves who have never purchased a special piece of jewelry for themselves before and are like, do you know what? I'm not even talking to my husband about it or I'm not even mm-hmm. asking permission. I'm just going to buy it because this is what I need and I want. Um, yeah, they're so individual. So when I look at the pieces of jewellery that I've that we've made, I just am tapped into the energy of their soul and the stories of what that is for each person. They're so much more than just beautiful pieces of jewelry. There's so much meaning behind them. Mm. Yeah. I'm curious about about your gemstone ring. Like what what color is is it pink or like what color is it or what type is it? Um and how how does it change your life personally? Yeah. Um, so for those of you looking at the video, I don't know how well you can see. Mine is an aquamarine. Oh, um, not pink. Not pink. <laughs> I love the pink. I love pink. But my soul was like aquamarine. And I've made a number of aquamarine pieces of jewelry, actually. I am a water baby as well. I live, oh. I live by the ocean. I'm very connected to the water and the stars. But this stone absolutely chose me. I had a few, when I started my business, I purchased some gemstones and I had this one sitting there and I kind of like, I looked at the other stones that I had there and I tuned into them. I What I do is I hold the gemstones and I listen to them. I see what they've got to say and how they feel and what they would like to do for someone. And for whatever reason, I had like not touched this one, right? It was like la 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 I'm looking away I'm pretending like I don't know and then I thought one day I really must pick up that gemstone that aquamarine and feel into it and when I felt I'd finally like overcome my resistance to it I picked it up and it shot me up to the stars it like it was like I was on a catapult up and it took me up to the Orion constellation and I was like oh oh my gosh, I think this is actually for me. Like, I think this is like my stone. And the energy was so strong that I had to put it down. I could barely be with it. Mm. And then a week later, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work myself up to it again. Like I'm going to pick this stone up again and see now what it has to say. And when I did that, I remember exactly where I was standing for both of these times. I picked, when I held it in my hand what I could feel was like two big like fingers coming down from the heavens above and plucking me up picking me up out of my life and putting me up into a different life and what I got was like it wanted me to have a completely different experience of my life in my life how I feel in daily life and it wanted me to have an elevated experience of that. Now, if, if you'd known me at that point in time, like life was pretty dandy. I had a really beautiful life. Like everything was going really well and, you know, I've got a great family. I'd moved to my dream location at the beach and like life was pretty good. But I was like so curious about what that actually meant. And I thought, okay, 
well, if I'm going to be making pieces of jewellery for other people, then, like, I need to walk my talk, right? I need to have one for myself and see what this is all about. And when I went ahead and got it made, I remember picking it up and as soon as I saw it, like, tears just streamed down my face and my jewel was like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, don't you like it? And I'm like, I've just never seen something so beautiful in my whole life and I never thought I would have a piece of jewellery like that. Mm. And I was driving home. For those of you who've been engaged, you know, when you get your engagement ring and you're like driving and the light's shining on your ring and you're like, I've got to keep looking at the road. Stop looking at the ring. Like, it's too <laughs> I say, I can't. that was me on the way home. But also is like this this feeling of worthiness or lack thereof came up for me. It doesn't happen for all of my customers. Um, it happens some for some, but not all. Some are like put the ring on, they're like, this fits like a glove. It's like it's always been a part of me, Donna. Like I totally like rock this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some people own it straight away. But for me it was a process of my worth, my self-worth and and letting myself have something so beautiful and and so supportive for my soul as well. And then what's happened since I've been wearing my ring is that experience of like being picked up and plonked into like a whole nother life experience. Like the level of joy that I have has just really unexpectedly like I don't know, increase somehow. Like I just feel so happy and I feel so lucky. Um, every day I'm like incredibly grateful and sometimes, you know, cry about like how how did I get to have a life like this, you know? Like how did I get to mm. have an experience of like making this jewellery for people and helping people heal through beauty, you know, and helping people just have you know, it it touches my heart that I get to work with people in this way because people truly let me in to see their soul and it feels like such an honour and such a gift. And so when I had my ring made, it was almost like this is for you, Donna, but it's also for your business. This is the work that you do now. And taking me into that paradigm of working with people in such a light-filled, beautiful way is such a gift to me and, um, yeah, has just completely elevated my life experience and has also helped, hasn't been an easy process to start this business in, a, in an industry that I knew nothing about and, and I've hit up against all my own blocks and stops and, limiting self-belief like I never thought I could um, learn how to market a business with jewellery in it and now I'm in a place where I've built my confidence in areas that I had no confidence in before mm. and that has been such a beautiful growth process for me it's given me so many so many experiences and connections with people that I never anticipated and yeah, so that's what my ring has given me. It's also connected me with my 
remembrance of being in Atlantis. And I believe that what I'm bringing through with the House of Orion is a remembrance of the power of gemstones, of crystals, and how we can use them as light sources and power sources. And so being able to tap into all of that has been really special. I could keep talking for ages. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really beautiful. I love that. And sounds like just your your mission and, you know, has really moved you forward in, in helping people all over the world find their their soul purpose, their soul connection with whatever healing they were looking for. Um, and And as we do that, we are essentially ascending and moving through what the you know that maybe darker energy that heavier energy um to be the light right and so so i love that and and i'd love for you to just talk a little bit more about the the grid that you have been working with um and what have you noticed with that and where in the world are you currently working with the grid mm, that is such a good question so that crystal grid um, we're working around the entire planet and when, for instance, in my last call, I asked people, you know, to just feel into where they were being drawn around the planet and so they could anchor more light into particular places. So it is a collective community approach. It's not just me, it's all of us together. The, the way that I saw it was more... So I asked my community to, to zoom in on particular locations and they were, can I remember? I've got to be honest with you. I can't remember the specific places. I've got to be honest. I can't remember the specific places. What I can remember is my role in it, which was really like overseeing the entire grid and filling it with more and more light. So the way that I see it is every time we are tapping into it, I'm upgrading it energetically. Um, and so bringing it up on a vibrational level every time we're working on it. And then, as I said to you, we brought in the energy of peace last time. Um, but I see it like, I see it like electrical an electrical current around the world and I can see where that current isn't flowing well and I can see where it's never been broken but it has been like a places like you know like a traffic jam on a highway basically you know or a blocked artery and it's like so I'm like okay I'll go fix it there and I'll go over there and then I'll like enhance it in this way and then we'll download the energy of peace and whatever else wants to come so you know obviously there are particular places on our planet that really need this energy and support and love and peace yeah and that is always in my mind but then also I want to have this consistent energy around the planet where everyone gets what they need sorry I don't feel like I answered your question very well about the particular places no it's beautiful thank you for for sharing that and just seeing I, I think sometimes you know I've noticed too just when you're working in your soul the soul energy sometimes like memory it, it, things that come through during that time and I don't know if this is your experience but this is just what came up for me is that I don't always remember the specifics but you know as the energy is coming through it's a it's a soul thing and so it's um can be a really powerful process too so I know that was really beautiful so thank you 
Mm. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel and experience it too. I'm like, it's channeled, it's coming through me. Mm. Not about me, Donna, trying to figure out where on the planet needs all of this because this is so much bigger than my little pea brain. I could never have come up with all of these ideas. Like this is about letting that whatever this higher purpose is come through me. Absolutely. Well, Donna, thank you so much for being here with us today. And and I'm wondering if you can just tell our listeners where they can find you and anything you're currently working on or want to share. Yeah, thank you so much. The best place to find me for my jewellery is on Instagram. It's the House of Orion. And it's there that you can see my jewellery. That's what basically my portfolio is on there. And it gives you a sense of what I do and you know, some of the energy behind it and mission behind it. And then my website, thehouseoforion.com.au tells you about the process and what our mission is. Um, You know, there are other things on there that I haven't spoken about, like sourcing ethically sourced gemstones and things like that. Um, And then the other cool thing on my website that you'll find is under the first step heading is I offer, and I would love to offer your listeners a free 10-minute energy reading. And in that energy reading, I look at your energy field. I tell you what colors I can see and what that specifically means for you. And then intuitively, excuse me, I try on different kinds of gemstones in your energy field to see what would could turn on your light in the way that, you know, would really serve you and uplift your energy and change your life. Um, and then I, yeah, tell people, well, if I was going to make your piece of jewelry, this is probably mm-hmm. one of you. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Sign, sign me up. I'm- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All are really special. Like there it's, mm. I have, you know, be prepared for a tear or a, or a giggle. There's something special about being seen, truly seen mm. in that way. And also, I'm not salesy at all. I just, my customers know whether they're meant to have a piece of jewelry or not. And it's like, I'm really happy to be meeting people and offering free energy readings. And the people that want jewelry, they tell me. Beautiful. And I think when you're doing your soul's work, people are going to find you anyways, right? Without the the marketing piece, because it's a word of mouth and that's, yeah, people start. Yeah. So exactly. The other place that you can find me is at donnawallace.com.au. That's where you'll find more information about me, my energy healing work. And I have an Instagram page too, which is called Modern Day Medicine Woman. All of that information. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Donna, so much for being here with us today and having this beautiful conscious conversation with us. Thank you so much. I also just wanted to say one last thing. And I shared this with you before we started recording, but I just want to acknowledge and thank you for the incredible work that you both do in this space and in the world. I can feel how genuine your love is and like Be The Love is a perfect name for your podcast because Mm. both are that and you are so consistent in the way that you show up and hold that space and have these conversations. And so thank you for what you both offer and for having me be a part of it. Mm, thank, thank you. you Donna. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.